On this week's general admission, we continue to blindly buy concert tickets. We talk about the new Portugal The Man album. Then we give out some mid-year awards to our favorite and least favorite artists. Okay, let's go. Welcome to General Admission. Today is June 29th. And it is storming like crazy right now. My whole house just shook. Is very <laughs> it really felt like it yesterday. There was just like insane lightning for so long. And it just felt like the end of the world was happening. Did you ride it? I did. I did not. <laughs> did you grease cool, it? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just watched it. <laughs> All I did to it. <laughs> Although, we're off and running. It'd be pretty cool to ride lightning. I don't know. Isn't that code for like the electric chair? Is it? That makes a whole lot of sense. From like the green mile. Oh, I never put that together. Great movie. And I was, the Metallica uh, album, there's a big electric chair on the cover. So I was like, oh, uh, I guess it means electric chair. I guess I'm just clueless. <laughs> That makes a whole lot of sense, though. <laughs> huh. I was just picturing, like, I've just been playing too much Zelda, but I've just been picturing some, like, warrior surfing through lightning. I feel like I got to get something to play Zelda, because I feel like I've heard so many good things about the new game. It's so fun. I've been missing. It's on Switch? Yeah. I bought it, like, I bought a Switch just for that. I've never been, like, big on... I mean, I've been big on like World of Warcraft, but not like video games in general. Like, I don't need to simulate war when I get home from work. So I've just been like missing cartoons. And that's what this has. It's Mario. Just need a wage war. I wish. War all the time at work. Yeah. I, so I impulse bought those tickets for war all the time Thursday show at uh, Starland on September 30th. I bought them completely on a whim. I don't know if you can go for sure yet. I don't think you've confirmed. Um, I don't even know if I can go. <laughs> it's the day. If you can't, though, you can make pretty good money back on those, I'm guessing. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, that's got to sell out, right? Yeah, because like yeah. Hoteliers sold out. So like, if we can't make that one for some reason, yeah, I think we're pretty set there. Unless they go to like a really a much bigger venue, which I kind of teased before. Would you think like Terminal 5 or Webster? Webster, maybe, right? Yeah. I, I'm mine. not sure what their capacities are. Or uh, where did we see? Actually, I don't think. Did, did you come with us to see a data member? At, was it uh, Hammerstein? Is that was that big? Hammerstein? Or was that like the, the one that's like attached to the garden? Yeah, Wait, it's like right. It's right in Manhattan. Yeah, Hammerstein, Hammerstein. Yeah, yeah, that might be like not the greatest layout, but too big. Yeah, it's too big probably for a hotelier. And for such a big venue, it felt very congested. I don't know, but it's we like, like narrow we were, walkways. We were in the back the whole time because like Nicole was with us. So maybe if we were like in the front, it might have not felt as congested. Because like it's not like Webster's much better. As far as congestion. No. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that Foxing Hotelier show 
sold so well and so fast that they're now looking to switch venues for some of the dates so they could sell more tickets. Which is weird. Awesome. I've never had that happen before. I've had plenty of bands like announce a second date. Like they'll announce a Friday for New York City and then if it sells well, they'll open up a Saturday. But I don't think I've ever had a venue change. I think like because the expectation like they've Hotelier's been gone for six, seven years. Well, like the singer's been like playing poker full time. And like Foxing, I know Foxing kind of never got much bigger than like their fan base they established. So yeah. it's like they had low expectations, but like people were so pumped that Hotelier's back that I think it kind of pushed them yeah. over that ledge a little bit. And I think people in the scene know what a good live show foxing has like from what i i mean I remember you telling me that yeah and that like was their the trumpet that was their first album so like anything i've seen of them live since then seems like they're really good it almost seems like a band where i would enjoy their songs live more than on their albums which is kind of cool it's kind of like a unique spot to be in Better have a good revit, like spend more time with their last two. Yeah, definitely. Now we have an excuse to because both these albums are only 30 minutes, so they're gonna play more. Yeah. Like speaking of playing albums in full, less than Jake's gonna play Hello Rock View in full, right? I think so. Like I started to listen to that. Yeah, like on I'm Friday, and now I'm like even more excited for it. It's so good. They're I like know all the songs on it, but I can only sing along to maybe like half. So I'm trying to like, like squeeze in more listens and it's a fun listen. It's, this doesn't feel like a chore at all, but I don't know. Don't call me rich. Don't call me John. Just call me cheese. That's who I am. <laughs> don't call me hick. Don't call me nudge. <laughs> call me nudge. <laughs> and I'll play some B sides. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Cause, encore, maybe. Well, cause same deal. Like that album's only, I think it's 28 minutes. So I think we're going to get that short. I think we're going to get like a set. Cause who I think, uh, is it the tell all your friends tour maybe, or I forget, but there's definitely been a handful of times where I've seen album tours and the bands will come out. They'll play like greatest hits. Then they'll leave the stage. Then they'll come back out and do the album. So I feel like we're going to get some sort of, variation of that i just hope they don't do what the used did that's like the worst. like they were great but it was the worst experience i've had for an album show what did they like they played all self-titled in full played one encore and that was it yeah that's that's kind of weak it's like it was like a two-night thing like they do self-titled one night the next night was uh in love and death yeah so like they didn't play anything off in love and death obviously because they were saving that for the night after uh and it was only one encore plus the album in full. I was like, what is this? Like this is like a forty minute album. Yeah, that's that's kind of lame. Like I'd I'd expect like at least an hour of songs. Like I don't know. I don't feel like that's not being too greedy. No. I get it. he talks a lot too, but like I'm not I don't want to say I'm not there to hear him talk, but like I want to hear you songs. Like yeah. They have a ton of shit they could play. And I know that was like the, like there's not many shows I felt let down by, but that's like one uh, in my life that always sticks out. 
Have you seen? It always makes me nervous about album shows too. Yeah, especially. Oh, my lights are flickering, <laughs> and my house is vibrating. You're still here. Um, still here. Still, still talking used. Um, also, like some forty one kind of did it too, but that one in hindsight, I feel like they advertised the tour as like they were a little vague with it. They didn't call it the all killer, no filler tour. They just said like celebrate celebrate. So, and they did play some deep cuts off it, but this seems like pretty cut and dry, like playing hello rock view. I think it's like marketed as like in its entirety. Yeah. On the right. poster. It said, right. All right. Cause my one, my friend Palazzi who's coming to the show was like, he doesn't, think they're going to play everything off it and i was trying to find proof because i'm that confident but i'm pretty sure they will yeah it's like you said it's only like 38 minutes so yeah that album is so good the bass lines are just like uh got two of their biggest songs too so punchy all my best friends are metalheads and history of a boring town oh yeah yep Love both of those so very much. There's a great acoustic version of History of a Boring Town. It's on YouTube. They're playing it at like some radio station in Florida, I think. But check that out because it's it's like a whole different vibe to the song. But it's really good. Check that out. Yeah. So I always mix this album up with Anthem. Like I'm like, is look what happened on there? Is like classic no. up politics on? Yeah, there. that's like, no, Anthem. Different if, album. If they were, if they do an Anthem tour, I will really be there that's the album that got me into them and i know like me too the the ska purists will turn their nose up at us but i don't give a shit because we're pop punk kids and that is a pop punk album with horns oh, yeah. and yeah that album like is that better than it than uh i Hello rock view i like it better but it's i don't know that was i don't know when it came out but like i bought that at like fye at the mall and like I felt like I found them. They were obviously they're a huge band, but as far as like my life, there was one song on Tony Hawk, and I looked them up more, and then I bought their CD. Like, ah, uh, and I I didn't really know what to expect from it. But like those bands, like you can't recreate that ever again. So no, the few bands that are that are fortunate enough to be in that like time frame are just gonna be like favorites forever. And yeah, Anthem was a really big one. Like that was right in there with Young and the Hopeless and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and, and all that Ocean Avenue. Like that that was right in that wheelhouse. And now in hindsight, I realize how much more like punk they are than all those bands, but not that album. And to tease a little bit, that is an album that came out in 2003. Oh. So we could talk about it again for oh, next man. week's show. I got to get my list together because we're doing this in a couple days. Our 2003 album draft with Vinny. Um, that'll be out next I, week. Stay tuned. It's but. really hard. Like, I feel like it's <laughs> tough to pick just five. And also, I have no idea where you guys are going to go. So it's like, I think they'll pick this one. So maybe I'll take this one. But then what if they take this one? Yeah. And it's just like, it looks like the the map from like, it's always sunny. Yeah. Right now. It's, it's, it's going to be real chaotic because it's also like, Am I trying to pick like the like I I don't even know like like if I if I feel like if you can get self titled by Blink you have to take it but then at the same time it's like do I really want it but I do really I don't know 
<laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and there were like some other ones that came out that year too that I feel like uh, could be taken. But then again, I, I don't know where Vanny's going to go. Kind of think yeah. I know where you might go, but you might also throw, throw some curveballs in there. I might. So. We we have to establish the rules where like I don't know what the draft is. It's like we're all all right. I started watching Lost Again for some reason, so we're all going to get stuck on three separate desert islands, and we can only bring these in five submarines. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> it's crazy that show came out like close to nine eleven. I know it's like different, but it involves the plane. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't. Man, we can go off on a real tangent here, but the show's so good. I forgot. I I just threw on the season three finale the other other day because I didn't know what to watch, and now I haven't I'm seen like, it yet. Ooh, oh, it's a show on Sandra and I's list. So we should do a a side podcast where we watch through lost. I was also thinking some, some general admission DVR. We could just talk TV for like 10 minutes at the end of episodes. Sometimes it would be kind of fun. General coach. <laughs> I don't get it. Sitting coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Biz- business general business class. <laughs> Uh, no, if we, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> general television. Nah, it's like the same noise as admission. General oh, standby. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We're off the rails. Um, let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. Did you listen to the new Portugal, the man album? I know you did. I did. And I apologize for giving you a hard time when you mentioned the new album came out last week. I'm like, why are we going to talk about that? Cause like, I feel like feel it still just got played out so much. It's still a good song, but like, it's a fantastic song. <laughs> like when 92, three was still around, like they played that song. Yeah. All time, all times of the day, every day. Yeah. And it made me so sick of it. And probably is why that radio station is no longer around anymore. <laughs> But they didn't even have DJs on that radio station. It was no. a disaster. They should have let us DJ. Um, yeah, that song got played into the ground, but it's a really good song. That's like one of and, my that should be a staple wedding song, as far as I'm concerned. Like if there's oh, a dance I floor, I want that song on. But beyond that, the album itself, like you said, was very good and is a really solid summer album. Yeah, it was. It was a well-rounded album with that song just being like a clear-cut like monster which i'm happy for the band that they they have one of those because that probably like makes things a lot easier for them you have a song that big the money's probably coming in better more doors are opening like that's not bad funny story about that song when it came out i really liked it and i used to play it all the time um probably during the same course of like everyone starting to play it all the time. But um my mom called it the kickstand song because it says, I'm a rebel just for kickstand. And she heard <laughs> kickstand. <laughs> so she all called those it. rebels for kickstands out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was just that? Them out. What was that kickstand song you were playing the other day? She's like, I really like that song. Like, what are you talking about? And then I put it together. 
She's like, I'm a rebel just for kickstand. <laughs> like, is that bicycle uh, ride by Queen? Like, what kickstand? <laughs> uh, great, great song. But yeah, this new album, I, I don't think it has a song as monstrous as that. There's that one, two, three, four, everybody get on the dance floor one. That was like, I, that'll probably get played a little bit. I thought Plastic Island was the best one by far. Plastic and it's like their most recent single. Yeah. I'm pulling up but, the track list. But yeah, I again like well-rounded album. Like none of it didn't feel like 12 of the same exact songs. No. At all. Like that like there were like trumpets and no no, excuse me, there was saxophone. A lot of sax yeah. on this one. That's like its way in. Yeah. And that last song was like all over the place. Like they dabbled in so many different genres. There's yeah. like a breakdown at one point, and then the sax yes. came back in. I was like, I don't know what they're doing here, but I like it. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I had it on in the car at one point, and Nicole's like, they're getting pretty weird with this at times, and I, I agree. And I, that's what I like when bands do that. So I'm here for. I think it was on purpose though, because it's called Anxiety Clarity. So maybe like the first part is anxiousness, uh, and they get that brain nice. clarity. Yeah, that's. That's a good catch. And I looked up the album name. Um, Chris Black was like a good friend Brand of theirs right? slash honorary band member. And I don't know if they had another band uh, album called Charlie or Chris Black Saved My Life or if they did like there was something where that came up. I didn't go back and look. I don't see anything, but yeah, I don't know. Um, or they had a song Maybe it was a song on the last album. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, he was a friend of the band, R.I.P. Chris Black changed my life is the album name, right? Yeah, but there was something in the wiki I was reading about Chris Black saved my life, but I don't remember what it was referring to. But yeah, I think, I think this is a another good summer album. I agree. And it's really quick. Like you can listen to it really like it, the time flies by and you have no problem hitting repeat. Yeah. And it's good for like all occasions, like whether you're, whether you're working you're in the backyard, you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's fun. I, I'm going to keep listening to it. I wound up going back to it a few times, which I didn't really, I didn't know what to expect because I only really got on board with them for their last album. And now I want to like kind of deep dive because they've been around since 06 and they have a ton of albums. So. Yeah, they used to be on like Fearless Records, which is interesting. Considering like they put out like so many pop punk albums. Yeah, Lauren was telling me that their sound has like changed a bunch over the years. Because she was seeing them since like they formed. So. She had to give us cool. kind of a roadmap then. I, from here. I wish I could get her on the pod because she is a music genius Unof slash enthusiast. <laughs> Unofficially on a pod, then find out tomorrow uh, where we yeah. should go next with them. Yeah, she gave me a list actually. So, um, oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, you'd think uh, I would write these things down to talk about on air. That'd probably probably make um, good sense. Make good sense. Yes. Um, that sums it up. <laughs> She definitely mentioned the satanic Satanist. So 
And then she said the majestic majesty is the satanic Satanist, but all acoustic. It's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Wild album cover. Yeah. A lot going on. Psychedelic um, pop is the genre. Yeah. All right. So definitely check that one out. And then one I'll last get, one get last the note on them. Yeah. I think they dropped the ball a little, releasing dummy as the first single off this. I think that was like the my least favorite track, and I don't understand why they thought that was the single to lead with. Hmm. Agree or disagree? I I feel like everything else around it is so much better. I have to I have to listen to it. Um but sometimes I wonder if fans intentionally don't release what they think the best song is because then it it sets expectations differently. Starting to notice that because I feel like we were having this conversation but I forgot who it was about, but yeah. We were like uh, maybe this Avenged. album is some is it Avenge? It was Avenge, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because that doesn't tell the story of the album either. No, I mean, I don't know what does that album is wacky. He said in an interview yesterday, he's like, I don't expect all our fans to like this album, and I don't mind if they don't. Like, I I don't blame some of you if that's how you feel. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Which I thought was like funny for him to acknowledge it that way, and like just imagine like weird like an Avenged fan out there like listening to this album over and over like ah just don't like it i want to like it they're my favorite build, band build and that's... <laughs> build build more more, more. <laughs> <laughs> and then m shadows does this interview and says it's okay and that one fan is like ah finally i can rest now they don't mind that i don't like the album it's okay it's gonna be okay <laughs> uh i know we're gonna touch on this in a few but i feel like we should name some of the end of the year awards from those lyrics like the album we couldn't get enough of more more <laughs> the one that like we hated at first but grew on us build build that's a great idea and i think i could pretty easily insert those clips in without getting copyrighted because <laughs> he says it like 80 times <laughs> uh yeah i was going through some of your uh your hicks and nodges in our text history today the one you like laughed at from like earlier in the year i started cracking (laughs) up (laughs) i forgot about that it was it was so long ago i'm like i wonder if i just like laugh at this how it (laughs) it would even show up on your phone i have it written down um well that one has to be the winner so far right yeah probably um all right we'll kick off let's kick off our mid-year we're gonna um go through some of our mid-year awards and uh just talk about some stuff now that we're halfway through the year but as always i like to save my favorite uh i don't even know what to call them nodgisms hickisms hickisms (laughs) um what (laughs) which one was it i don't know if i put the nirvana one oh (laughs) 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 i need a second (laughs) daddy's little nodge ain't a hick no more (laughs) that's when i was on a huge bleach kick that week yeah and i didn't even react to it when you sent it the first time like (laughs) 
<laughs> you were talking about something. Then you sent that. And then I just responded like, yeah, that, <laughs> like we should record at eight tonight. <laughs> Did it even <laughs> like so used to it at this point? That was such a good one, though, to just ignore. Maybe I just was laughing so hard. I forgot to <laughs> react. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm a rebel just for Hicks now. Like that definitely like fits the best. That's a good one. Um, most of these are just fish references, so I'm going to try not to read all the fish. Ne- <laughs> the, we'll save it for when the tour starts. Yeah, one week. They announced the fall tour today. It's how many shows do you need to announce for it to be a tour? Because this feels more like like a run. Yeah, a, like a, a fun like run. Eight shows. Yeah, it's like three, three, and three, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know that I'd call it a tour, but whatever. None of it's around here, so. And when do they announce like December Garden again? Is that the fall? Yeah, yeah. Um, Trying to remember when we did that. Yeah, we got. There's plenty of time for we that. We got time. But, yeah. Time, 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 time. Um, where is your hick tonight? I hope he is a nodulman. That was a good one. Um. There was Side one on that. I'm very <laughs> yeah. excited to start our book because, like, yeah, I've been too. listening to Take This to Your Grave all week and I forgot, like, how amazing that album is. Yeah, that's my favorite Fall Out Boy album for sure. Sorry, Under the Cork Tree, but I just really like that blue album. Um, yeah, are we we're good to start that, right? Pretty much because July 1st, yeah, well, I guess whenever you want now, yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm between books right now and I'm just gonna start it. We'll just have to set, um, like, uh, what's it called? Um, checkpoints or something. So, is it broken into sections? I didn't even look at the table of contents yet. I have no idea. I didn't buy it yet, but I'm gonna buy it on Kindle. So, I'm assuming if it's like 1999 through 2008, it would be sectioned off somehow. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're reading it on Kindle too, we could just do percentages, something like that. That's true. It's also an option. But yeah, if it's in sections, then sections are good. And then um, I have one more that I wanted to shout out. Um, We were just talking about podcast ideas or something, and we were on the same page. And you just said, great minds think a nudge. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even really work, but that's why I like it. (laughs) It does, but it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't, but it does. (laughs) I wonder if you're even like consciously doing it at this point. I don't think you are. I think it's as far as you're conscious, you wrote a consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that might be my most favorite passive one. But Daddy's little hick ain't a nodge no more. It's just too It'd be hard to top that one. <laughs> that is so absurd. Oh God. Um, <laughs> yikes. All right, so we, we have a few categories here. We're not going to go like super crazy with it. This isn't uh, the end of the year, Jenny's, but just can I uh, do a, yeah. Can what? I do a quick pulse check at the top just to see if this is just me or not? Yeah. Is it like I feel like we haven't listened to anything truly awful yet so far? Mm. No. I, so don't... I was looking at our list the other day and I was like, I don't hate any of these. Yeah. No, I mean, some didn't stick as well, but everything, yeah. everything, I mean, 
I guess like I couldn't get through that Skrillex album. That's also I couldn't either. Not, that's probably yeah. that's not in our wheelhouse. Like, I don't think it's fair for like a primarily like like we're mostly rock. So then they just like throw in like intense like dubstep EDM and be like, I don't like this. Isn't entirely fair, but. I guess looking at this list of things we've talked about on the podcast, that's probably the one I liked the least. The least. That could have made the nominees then for a letdown. Like I had a hard time putting that list together. That's why I put in that last one as like a joke. If you're reading the list right now. Oh, I was scrolling down to all the albums. Um uh bop, bop, bop. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The third bullet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's let's wanna just start with that one since we're talking about it right now. It'll get the bad out of the way. Yeah, not not so, the bad, but just let down. The letdown of the year. Um I feel like I'm enunciating words wrong weird today. It's been going on all day. I don't know. Maybe my teeth are changing. Sorry. Um <laughs> I don't know how that works. Vampire Nodge. That must be it. Um letdown of the year so far. All right. That didn't even sound like a vampire. Um kind of did. So I went back to this Pierce the Veil album because you put it on here and I like it. Like, I think maybe we just, or I can't speak for both of us. Maybe I can, but I'm thinking it might've been one of those weeks where we had a lot going on and like listening to albums felt a little bit like a chore, but I went back I to back it. To it then. I went back to it today and like, it seemed fine. Like it had, it had good like rock moments. It had good pop moments like cool guitars got a little spacey at times like i don't know it seemed like right up my alley so i'm i was very confused because i remember when it came out like i kind of wrote it off right away but and we both did like i was going through my notes and like that was like one of the few where i found like negative notes yeah i don't know like i would definitely recommend just trying it again just because i'm curious if if you're going to go through the same thing I did, because it's actually pretty enjoyable. My friend at work Sex, is a, is a the next huge one, Veil fan. Yeah, the next one is probably my winner. Um, Slipknot Adderall. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we, we roasted it pretty hard last two episodes ago, last episode. Deserved. Um, yeah, I I didn't see much news coming out before this like if they made it clear like this is just some demos then like i think they're off the hook just a little bit they called it an ep though yeah that's yeah exactly so if they just said like we have an ep coming out and then this is what they put out then i think we're justified to feel this way if they said ep of demos yeah yeah ep it's like oh we're gonna get like three new Slipknot songs. Like, this is awesome. That's yeah, not what exactly. we got, though. No, we got the same song four times, two interludes. Yeah, we don't have to rehash it too much. No. But, but um, that's definitely my letdown of the year. For sure. I think mine as well, though. So far, since this list is so far, I think the next one is also a strong contender. Yeah, so you wrote this one down. I don't know that I agree with it because as we confirmed last episode, I'm giving them next year this comes out. So we have some 41 
for the fact that heaven and hell still is not here yeah that it's definitely a letdown but i haven't been expecting it so i don't think it's fair to say i'm let down they announced this last may right yeah we talked about it on the very first episode so that's insane (laughs) it's been over a year (laughs) that would be march (laughs) all right so it earned a nomination I mean, they definitely earned the biggest letdown for announcing they're breaking up because that that is a big letdown. That one hit me like really hard because <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm glad they're all alive. I'll say that much. <laughs> I don't want to equate it to a death, but it's kind of like the death of a band, unless we just assume that bands retiring means that they'll be back on the road in like two years, but. I've been religiously Derek, seeing though, them. I'm not for... sure. Yeah, I feel like they uh, wouldn't. They don't strike me as the type of band that would put this out in maybe ten years. I could see them doing something like that, but I don't think they'll uh, come back in a few. No, which is disappointing. But um, their drummer um, is it Scott Zuman? Um. Could be very wrong on that. I pulled that one out. Of it's something like butt. that, right? Um, but him and Fred um, from Taking Back Sunday. I might have mentioned this on the air last week, actually. Um, they put out a song together and they like hosted an emo night at Webster Hall. Uh, the song was good. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting from the two of them. Um, Frank Zumo. I said Scott Zuman. Kind of close. <laughs> Frank Zumo. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's they dropped it last Friday. Search be here now and it's under Frank Zumo Z U M M O on Spotify. Did you listen to it or I don't think I did. Yeah. It was uh it's also under Fred Mascherino. Um but Frank Zumo's easier to spell. It was cool. It was a little more like vibey where i thought it might be more either heavy from the sum 41 side or like emo from the frank side or um fred and it was kind of choice like more in between in the middle um but i just think it's cool they're doing stuff and i hope there's more but yeah that's kind of cool so hopefully like the guys in sum 41 who don't want to quit keep doing stuff but yeah, let down of the year. It's going to Slipknot for Adderall EP. By far. Maybe, maybe you need to be on Adderall to appreciate that EP. To get it. <laughs> you just get really focused on the same song happening for 30 minutes. Um, You want to pick the next one? We could keep bouncing around. I feel like we could save the album of the year or... for last. Yeah, because uh... I, I have a, a caveat for that since we're probably both going to pick the same one. So we could do a album of the year that isn't that one also. Um, Just fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you could pick the next one. Do newcomer of the year. So I feel like I had a hard time putting this list of nominees together too because I feel like we haven't. Yeah. Like the fans were new to us. Exactly. But they've been around yeah. for a long time. Like I'm thinking of... Uh... Invent animator like Sleep Token. 
new yeah. to us, but they've been around for a while. Yeah, even Screaming Females was new to me. Yeah, which is embarrassing because they're from Jersey and they've been around for quite a bit. But it's okay; they're awesome. Um, no, I like I like your nominees. Um, they're all pretty new, like at least within the last couple of years tops they maybe have one album out maybe two um so we have millington who we talked about last week who's doing like ska emo which is awesome we have palette knife who came on the podcast and had new game plus which was midwest emo noodly um awesome concept then we have jaw dust which is like half the members of halogens who also came on the podcast and that is heavy as shit i listened to it again today and it's a really good album and i had to put it on here it's so this is a really tough um category because <sighs> there's ones like like if it's just what I like the most, I can pick that. If it's what I think is like the most creative, I could pick that too. Like this is I don't know. I think you gotta go just what you like the most. They're all pretty different sounding also. Just doesn't make it easier. Yeah. I kinda what? leaned palette knife. Yeah. I can see that. Partially because um, the fact that they came on the show, but also <laughs> like it like a it was the most a new band has grabbed me in a while. That's like really is brand new. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that album was was on repeat for like a couple weeks at least. And I still go back to it now and again too. Um Yeah. Uh, that's a great album. I love what Millington's doing. I don't know if other bands are doing this and I just don't know about it. But as far as I'm concerned, like combining like ska and midwest emo like this is like long overdue and i think it's a really really nice pairing and then jaw dust is is heavy as shit they're not like necessarily like doing anything new but it's really good scratching our itch yeah and that last song on the album like gets a little like experimental towards the end so i feel like they're they're just like breaching the surface of what's to come and i hope they they keep making songs together uh so you're going palette knife final answer i think so for now although this, this could flip to like millington by december i know i don't even i don't even want to answer but i like i like all three of these albums very much. leave it as nominees um yeah finally pick one in december um I mean if we're going if we're going just my straight up favorite then then I think Palette Knife also gets it. Um I've spent the most time with it. Um Millington is still very new to me, but I I do really like it. And Jawdust is really really close contender cuz that EP is awesome. It really is. They just announced a a show. Let me check if I can pull this up real quick as we do this live. Um, 
Mm. Eh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um it'd be fun to see them though. Here. Um No date. Oh, this is why. This is why I got to talk to my friend at work because they're playing with his band, a boy named John. Um, they're playing at Asbury Lanes on uh, July 14th, which is pretty awesome. Close to uh, SNG. very close. I'm going to be down there July 14th. That's Friday. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Also, I think all bands should just yell their band name with motherfucker at the end of it in the first song of their album. Every band should just do that. It's a good start. Yeah. Imagine like Boy Genius. They're just like, Boy Genius, motherfucker. Yeah. Did you take the stage to a uh, Boys are Back in Town? Ah. That's almost like that. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry for the wishy-washiness. Um, it's tough. It's tough picking, picking favorites, especially when they're all so different. Um, yeah dbd um, but yeah. leaning palinite yeah for sure um all right all right what else we got on here um song of the year so far so you picked you picked these brett but there was nothing that i i disagreed with i was trying to think if i missed anything i looked at all shingles that came out and like kind of tied this back into the albums that i feel like we were fans of yeah but these are like the big four to me but if you feel we i missed any like feel free to add some in here oh i want to add um something off so much for stardust i couldn't pick one that's why i didn't leave what leave one here because they're all equally and like love from the other side i feel like came out before the end of last year This album Looks is like so that good. one got kicked <laughs> off on a technicality. Uh, I mean, I really like is hold me like a grudge. The one that's got like the Michael Jackson type thing at the beginning. Do da do 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 do. Is that heartbreak? I think it is, right? I think it might be that song. Probably my favorite off the album. It's if it's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry for the. bad michael jackson impression um that one's good um what was that song on 100 gex about like eating frogs or something <laughs> oh what was that song again and most of them that sounded like corn true oh yeah uh was it billy knows jamie I billy knows so. jamie yep, yeah that's the corn one yeah Frog on the floor. Frog on the floor. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, and it lives up to the title. Yeah. Uh, so you have Foo Fighters, the teacher. Um, Origami Angel. Thank you, New Jersey, which is pandering, but we'll take it. Um, Bring Me the Horizon. Lost. I know you're really into that song. Screaming Females. Brass Bell. And that was the, uh, probably the best song on that album, right? 
like I needed something from that album to put as song of the year. Uh, yeah, I think so. But the that album was another case of like dancing around genres. So it's like kind of hard to compare exactly because there was the one that you mentioned kind of had like that 90s like coheed power pop type thing um ornament was it ornament or morning dove i did love ornament yeah and like it's kind of hard to compare ornament to brass bell like i mean not super hard but that's true they're different vibes a little bit but yeah i think personally i'm between brass bell and the teacher i think i can't not pick the teacher I know we need to just like do these without being allowed to pick Foo Fighters because they're just going to pick them for everything. No, I mean, the teacher's amazing. It's one of the best songs I've ever heard. Um, and one of their best, I think. Yeah. To say. Yeah. And I think Brass Bell follows a similar model as the teacher um, with the peaks and valleys and they're both long songs. Um, Grass Bell probably has steeper, higher peaks and then like deeper valleys. Mm. Who's at the door now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to go to the teacher. <laughs> I do love Lost, though, and I'm excited for their EP coming out in the fall. You think it'll just be five versions of Lost? No, they'll actually put new songs out, at least. There's a fascinating band at this point. Yeah, they are doing whatever they want, and it's pretty great. If you show a new fan, I wonder if they'd be like, oh, this is Suicide Season. It's like the album that I got into. And it sounds just all screamo. Oh, it's yeah. like not even like the same band. A hundred percent fans that are not on board with what they're doing. But oh, I'm sure. But I mean, I think they still like are holding on to like those heavy elements, which like if you want to, they're still there. Yeah. If you want to grow to like ball out boy level, or at least like appeal to more people, then you kind of have to like branch out and like not just be exclusively like super post hardcore. Oh yeah. And I think like he probably would have yeah. damaged his vocal cords too if he kept up like the path they were going down. Yeah. Jeremy I do miss them playing those songs five though. Yeah. I was gonna say Jeremy's listening to me talk about this and being like, where was that attitude for your welcome, you fucking asshole? <laughs> well bringing the horizon is making good music by changing genres. <laughs> so Yeah, true. They didn't write fuck you money. Uh, I'm still salty. I'm still salty. They've been oh, eerily I, quiet. I saw an interesting post on the Adater member subreddit. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, After I said they've been eerily quiet. <laughs> yeah. So um, Alex Shellnut, is that the drummer? drummer? Yeah. So he's talking with this person who I guess is friends with him. And the person's like, he said, has the baby been in any Adater member shows yet? Actually, I have a quick question for you. A while back, I remember you and Jeremy were talking about how you wrote a song for the band that was coming out soon, and you guys were cracking up about the fact that the drummer wrote a song for the band. Were you talking about Miracle? 
And he said, negative. It's actually a song that may or may not be on the next record, Devil Emoji. Oh, shit. I'm so stoked. I'm hyped for the next album. And he said, it's worth the wait. Not just saying that. I'm more hyped on this stuff than I have been in a hot minute. Scout's honor. So, I mean, take that for what you will. Any band is going to be hyped for the new stuff, but he didn't have to say that. So, no. yeah, then the, like pers- they... the person asked, can I share this to Reddit? And he said, sure. I feel like they probably learned some tough lessons from your welcome. And I feel like, you, well, you can't really get much lower than your welcome. So I feel like no matter what they put out, it'll be better. But it's just a matter of can they reach the peaks they previously hit or not yeah and i'm sure they can i mean they've made a whole career over finding the balance between catchy hooks and intense breakdowns so like i'm not against them going pop but just not in the way they did it on your welcome so we we'll see that'll probably be a 2024 release but who knows maybe we at least got a single still love the band though but yeah that yeah. one hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like giving up on them, but no. Less enthusiastic than I was a couple of years ago. Um okay. That was song of the year. <laughs> Plus a day to remember talk. Um all right. Um I added this one in. News story of the year so far. So I started with bamboozle being canceled because that was pretty huge and kind of unbelievable but not surprising at the exact same time um we also had ai drake that was pretty crazy because that shit climbed the billboard charts um we have the blink submarine story which we talked about last week which is still pretty fresh um but I mean, it's a wild story. It's sad people died. It's also an insane story that is hard to believe. Um, Fall Out Boy infusing, infusing vinyl with their tears, a.k.a. vinyl. Yes. And then Travis Barker selling enema kits and selling out in like a minute. Some wild stuff went on this year. That's not even everything. There was the the Frank Ocean fiasco. Um, uh, I guess that's really the only other big one that, that comes to mind. With the ice skating and all that shit being canceled. I think there's something else that happened to you that like, set us off a little bit. But I'm blanking. Um, did Blink get back together this year? No. Put their first live show this year. That's true. Yeah, that's big news. I think AI Drake would be my winner, though. AI Drake, just because it's it's terrifying. Like <laughs> that AI can make a good song. Yeah, yeah, that shit was literally climbing the charts till the label had it pulled. And Drake had also put out his own song at like the same time that wasn't doing as good. So I feel like he should have just said that one was AI, or they were both AI. He's putting out like a new, I don't know if it's an album or a mixtape or a soundtrack. Oh, it's coming out soon. I hope it's a mixtape because maybe he'll have more bars. Um, I'm not good at keeping up with Drake. I feel like 
he put out something after the dance album that was pretty oh the album with uh with uh what's his name Dad. yeah i actually remember liking that but i never went back to it it was pretty good that was oh, that wasn't one. that was last year wow it must have been the end of last year um i think i'm giving lost that's right yeah i'm giving mine to bamboozle being canceled because that gave us like so much content so much stuff to talk about it was just like headline after headline for weeks and then when it finally happened it wasn't even a shock because it was just like slowly falling apart bit by bit it was our last resort is that your letdown of the year? Ronnie Radke covered Last Resort, did like this piano version. I sent it to Brett. And it triggered Just triggered me and it, and it worked. <laughs> no, because Papa Roach was supposed to headline this bamboozle. That's right. Forgot about that. They just, uh, I guess they they couldn't move the needle enough or what, but people were not, it wasn't enough to get people psyched. I think when we were young, just set the bar way too high. I don't think we'll ever see a bamboozle again. What about you? Probably not, but hoping the door is still open for a skate and surf at least. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, anything on the beach in Asbury, like just keep that going. Keep that your nudge. Uh, all right. So I think we are up to album of the year so far. Big one. What could should we just possibly be? <laughs> should we change the category to just give the Foo Fighters the award now and be like, here are nominees for what else was really good? Yeah. So I think we both are going to no doubt give it to, but here we are. Um, It's easily my favorite album of the year. It's so good. Um, I, what can I say that we haven't said already? It's a fantastic album. Um, so yeah, that's definitely an album of the year so far. Um, so now let's do another category called album of the year so far that isn't, but here we are. I can't even repeat that without messing it up, probably. Wait, I forgot to ask what your album of the year is so far. Oh, no, I agreed with you with Foo Fighters. <laughs> Just wanted to get it on the record. All right, so now we'll do album of the year so far. That isn't, but here we are. So do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. I think it's still Boy Genius, the record for me. I feel like this one I keep coming back to a lot. It's like very soothing, and I like the lyrics, and I love all three artists, especially when they come together and create this whole powerful entity but but there are some really strong albums coming out in the second half of this year and i'm really curious to see if any of them push this off for me and maybe even contend with food writers and only hope that blink puts out a good album um if we i know there's others year. october i think maybe um, I tried putting on 
Boy Genius again today. I, I, it wasn't right. I had listened to Jaw Dust and I was working out. And then I'm like, I need to listen to this album again because Brett's going to pick it. And I put on the first track and it was just like acapella singing. And I turned it off. I'm going to try again though. That's just the intro track. That is just the intro track. I didn't even let it. It really kicks in after that song. Um, I'd just like to address that Brett just stood up and walked in a full circle and sat back down. Well, Sandra just got home, so I closed the door so you don't hear oh. baby talk to the dog. Uh. <laughs> oh, I love the baby. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but I do the same thing, so I can't even make fun of her. Yeah. I mean, that's we all, we the all fun do. of having a dog. I think you should just podcast while walking around all the time because that was defending really, boy genius really exciting um <laughs> check out our youtube and jump to like an hour in to watch brett walk around the room um bounce close the door with my foot <laughs> he's bouncing around the room he awoke um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <beat> me to it <laughs> all right i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna just keep hammering this record until I understand. Um, but I need to listen to it in the right moments. Did you watch the... Not Bonnaroo. What was the other one that live streamed before Bonnaroo? Uh, was it Coachella? Coachella. Yeah, you got to watch their Coachella performance if it's on YouTube. Okay. Is that, that... Like, I was like... I enjoy the album, but like I wasn't like head over heels about it until I watched that live show. Okay. And I'll now I'm head over out. heels with the album. Nice. I assume it's on YouTube, so I'll I'll check that out in the morning. It seems like a good morning watch. Um, I I think mine's gonna go to. We got a lot of strong contenders here. Um, we also have so much for Stardust. We were talking about that before. Um, Screaming Females, Desire Pathway, Invent, Animate, Heavener. Um. All very strong. I think I want to give mine to Invent Animate Heavener. It's a really strong album. And these guys are brand new to me. I never even heard of them at all. So to just have this album like come out of nowhere and every song is so strong, it's it's got that like would you call it metal? Is it metal? I don't. It's. I think so. Yeah, a little. It's definitely metal adjacent. Um, it's in the circle. It's just yeah, where you want to put them in that circle. Yeah, but um, like his his high pitched singing and just like the heavy guitars. It's just it's a really good album through and through. So yeah, I think that's the one I've gone back to the most on here other than but here we are and of course this is the album of the year so far other than but here we are category so it's not important ball boy is really strong one too though um and that that's a great album for when i'm with a bunch of different people and i'm not sure who likes what that's like a safe album to throw on like my mom's gonna dance to that album as much as like I don't know, my sister or something. So that's that's like a good 
pop album to throw on. Um, and it was a good like return to form for them in a way too. Like they made something that appealed to all members of their fan base with like all their different sounds. Yeah. So it's like a true accomplishment in that way too, which is why I made it a nominee. Yeah. Especially this far into their career. Um, kind of the same thing we said about Foo Fighters, like this far down the road with so much work and different albums, like we like almost accept with some of these bands that maybe their like best stuff is behind them. And when that's not the case, it's just it's really it's, it's really exciting. Thing. Yeah. Special. Um yeah, I think I think that is all our mid years. Um did you have an album that didn't come out this year that you listened to the most? Let's see. Let me check Spotify. Just something I was thinking of. Because I, I got super hooked on science fiction by brand new. I have it up here behind me. Um, it didn't come out this year, but for some reason I just like put it on, forgot it existed, and then just really got into it. And I think it came out like 2018 or something. Like it's not new. I should go back to them. I've been like refusing to listen to them since all that stuff went down, but yeah i don't know i really like their music so like i don't care <laughs> sorry not sorry i'm seeing it go down with say anything right now and i don't know i don't want to i don't want to stop listening to bands i like so whatever which is fair yeah i think three feet high and rising de la soul since all their stuff finally came to streaming that's oh, been up yeah. there. Was Out that this year or last year? Third Eye Blind. Uh, this year. This year? March. Yeah. That's a good... That was a good one. Yeah, you were listening to Third Eye Blind like a lot for a little bit. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Out of the vein. I feel like it's a under-the-radar great album of theirs. Nice. And also, I did scratch the surface on Little Bad Religion. Like, No Control and Suffer have been in rotation pretty frequently, but I'm refusing to go deeper until I start the book. Yeah. And we're putting that off now for, for the emo book. Probably the fall. Yeah. Unless I go Pearl Jam for the fall. Cause I do love Pearl Jam in the fall. Yeah. I mean, it's something about that time seasons. of year with them <laughs> in the fall. You just want some jam. Can't get but... a better man. Uh, you're good. You're good. And then you a, uh, two hours later, I'm going to think of a Pearl Jam pun and be mad I didn't say it. <laughs> maybe, I'll think of maybe I'll think of 10. Uh, how's that? How many? There you how go. Many, how many? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was that's going to say, do you do it? Oh, yeah. Do you have a most anticipated for the second half? I mean, definitely blank. Um, front bottoms. Can't forget about them. Uh, I mean, blank and front bottoms are definitely my two biggest. Uh, is there anything else? 
that's coming out that I'm not thinking of? I mean, I'm I'm sure there is. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Except for the yellow card EP next Friday. Sure. <laughs> I'm just salty. I'm not going to that show. Let's be honest. It's fair. Yeah. Smash Love Songs. Jeff Rosenstock. Blink. Which you said, but mm -hmm. bring me the horizon. And one of my uh, most anticipated is new Olivia Rodrigo. Because oh. I absolutely adored Sour when it came out a couple years ago. So I'm curious to hear what her follow up sounds like. When's that come out? September 8th. Oh, my birthday. Week. Called Guts. The first single comes out this Friday. Nice. Cool. And her listens are insane. She has like three songs on this album that have like a billion listens. Wow. Almost two billion for two of them. That's insane. Good for you and Driver's License are flirting with it. Yeah. Driver's License was huge. I mean, so it was good for you, but I think I heard Driver's License first. Wow. Those are insane numbers. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever seen that in spotify to be honest with you yeah i don't it's a lot of commas holy shit good for her nail it <laughs> not brutal out here <laughs> yeah i mean the bar is high to see what she follows up that with like that's that's a lot it's not gonna be easy yeah, but how how many artists do you, like do we like their second album even more? Like that happens plenty of the time. It so, does. So let's see, see what she's got. Either way, I think uh, she's probably going to be fine based off those listens. That's wild. Cool. But Drake doesn't um, even do that, right? I don't know. Now no, we gotta no. look. Now we gotta look. I want to know. Um, one dance is over 2.6 billion. Wow. Jesus. And God's plan is 2.2. Okay, so he does uh, yeah, yeah. do that. Okay. Passion Fruit. That's like old Drake. People love this album. Whatever one it is. Um, more life. Anyway. Um, yeah, we, we don't. We're just going to stare at numbers now forever. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for next week for our 2003 albums draft with Vinny. Um, I hope everyone has a great 4th of July week, weekend, Tuesday. Um, yeah. We love you all. And we'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice. Nice.